0: Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a 10-foot episode of, But But That's That's A different Different Story. Where we bring you stories so polarizing, you'd think you were charging a battery while riding a snow bear straight through Santa's workshop. Speaking of battery, how is the cake baking class you've been taking, Ronald? I wasn't going to mention it, but you're completely covered in what I assume, and hope, is cake batter. Well, our assignment today at Bake It To The Limit was to make one of those big cakes that a scantily clad individual can pop out of at a horny party. Unfortunately, I greatly misunderstood the directions and ended up inside my own cake. Oh no. Luckily, I was able to slurp my way out before the cake achieved complete solidity. Oh, thank goodness. Otherwise, whoever cut into that cake would have received quite the crispy surprise. We agreed, no more jokes about my condition the doctors say there's still no cure for Colonel Sanders' skin. Well, the only thing I'm looking forward to more than a delicious KFC double down is today's story, which we're calling Polling Poorly. My good pal Giuseppe Spazocamino was taking the time out of his day to show me around the historic Sheen Mansion located in beautiful Duluth, Minnesota. More specifically, Gus was showing me the intricate chimney system which he was in charge of maintaining. We were on the rooftop of the master bedroom when I heard a strange noise coming from a chimney nearby. Gus was in the middle of cleaning one of the other chimneys with his Q-tip but big, so I decided to check it out myself. I walked over and climbed on top of the clamorous protrusion to get a better listen. Just as I was starting to decipher what sounded like Gregorian chanting, what must have been a ghost with no respect for my personal space, bumped my bottom so hard sent me tumbling down the chimney. I awoke several hours later, fully nude, except for my trusty calculator watch, and I was handcuffed to a sweat-stained pummel horse. All around me were familiar faces, Dr. Rick, Jamie, Motar, Mara, Lucy, and of course, Flo. But I wasn't in a mad world, I was surrounded by people wearing masks of some of the many great characters from Progressive Insurance's ad campaigns. I gathered my wits and calmed down once I realized I was not, in fact, turning into my parents, and asked the captors who they were. They explained to me that they were a lively group of fetishists and horned dogs gathering for their biannual porgy. That's where a large group of people engage in sexual acts while sitting in a tub of porridge or other gruel-like foodstuffs. Realizing that I hadn't had a proper meal since I was ditched at a Duluth gas station with nothing more than a handful of circus peanuts and a Mr. Pibb, I asked if I could join in on the festivities. After much deliberation and a CBT-heavy hazing ritual, I was finally permitted to get some of that sweet, sweet porridge. The next few weeks seemed to go by in a haze of milled oats and honeysuckle lubricant. The whole thing really wasn't my cream of wheat, but now that I knew the secrets of the Oat Keepers, I was forbidden from leaving. One night, I was able to sneak away from the activities of the evening to a remote room off the eastern wing of the mansion. There, I spotted a comfortable looking crate filled with Farina, the milled wheat, not the late great star of Get Shorty. I climbed inside to hide for the rest of the night and quickly dozed off. The next morning I awoke to find that the crate had been sealed shut and had definitely changed locations. Luckily, the crate was still half-filled with that fantastic farina, so I had plenty of sustenance for what turned out to be my days-long journey at sea. I could tell I was traveling by boat due to the gentle rocking, as well as a large amount of gull waste that was seeping through the cracks of the crate. Finally, when we hit the port, my crate was loaded onto a delivery truck which finally deposited me at Hank's House of Pole. When the crate was opened, I turned on my recorder. Nation that oh. we got here. Oof! Hello there. I'm you're, Matthias Spiegel. You're you're a person. I am. I am a human man. Mm. Covered in delicious farina, mm. with a microphone in hand, asking you, who might you be? Now hold on, hold on, just a just a second. Did I? Are you a gift from the Farina Company? I. I don't know. I fell asleep in a crate of, of loose oats. <laughs> cooked, brother. Cooked loose oats. Brother, we've all been there. <laughs> I fall asleep. I wake up. I'm on the boat. I, you know, a little bit later, here I am. On a next boat. to boat? Uh, in the, the loading dock of uh, Hank's House of Pole. Mm. Are you Hank? Well, I'm not Frank. My cousin. No? No. Francis. Sure, if you want to get technical. <laughs> and I do. Well, and then in that case, then I'm Hanksis. Hanksus? That's your full name. Well, no. That's not just my first name. Hanksis. I, I mean, yes, Francis and Hanksus. Mm. <laughs> little aunt or uncle coordination on the names there, The Frank being your cousin yes yeah yeah my my folk my my mom and my cousin's mom also known as my aunt they got together they were pregnant at the same time well oh, how fortuitous oh yes a pregnant partner in a sense sure pregnancy partner I mean oh okay not a life partner just a person to go through pregnancy good no I mean no we don't do that down here <laughs> maybe where you're from sir. Hm. Farina, sir. Or you no, you said your name. I said my name is Matthias Spiegel. Okay, Matthias. And I'm Spiegel. recording this conversation for an episode of our podcast called But That's a Different Story. Oh. I've heard of you. Yes? Yeah. You're climbing the charts. Yes, thank you. I read about you in podcast today. I've got my little clippy thing here, Carabiner. To climb the charts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, good. I wanted you to be safe. Mm, no free that. soloing for me. No, good. Oh my gosh, that guy's fingers. Oh, pains me to think about. Mm. No wonder he had to hang by that fingerboard so often. Oh, uh, yeah. Got to toughen him up. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know what probably could have helped him get up those mountains? No, a pole. Whoa. Hold on a second. That was one, uh, maybe more than a second. Sorry, but yeah, he could have he could have done done with the pole. Sure, I'm sorry. I'm being so rude. Let me introduce myself. Yes, please. I've asked you a couple times. <laughs> I just would like your name for the record. Uh, yeah. Well, I do appreciate you recording this on a on a wax cylinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only. Forgive my hands not being free to shake. I'd need to. Constantly crank this little cylinder. No, I get it. I, it's my my favorite way of listening to things is the old wax. Hmm. Tommy old... Yeti. Hmm. The inventor, Mr. Edison himself, Tommy Boy. I thought you said Tommy Yeti. <laughs> oh, the That's one thing he could not invent was a uh, bigfoot detector. <laughs> he tried. No one ever talks about that in his many biographies. Big bigfoot had Oh, You know, he killed all those elephants Really in search of a Bigfoot That was where His early experiment It was a trap, he was really just perfecting his Bigfoot trap Yeah, exactly (laughs) Electricity is Yeah, alternating (laughs) Direct current or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes, alternating direct current ADC The secret electricity The one they don't want you to know about
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, isn't that that
0: New Zealand band also? <laughs> yeah, they dropped the one of the C's. <laughs> right. Well, I guess I'll get to it then. My name is Hank Utley. Utley. Yes. U T. E L Y. E L Y L E Y. L mm, E Y. Good to know. I'm writing that down here with my pinky. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to uh, sort of pinky ring. I have a quill on the end, on the tip of my... Some people grow their pinky uh, nail. I attached a nib to mine so I can tip it in ink and jot down ideas when my hands are both. One is holding a microphone, as you can see, and the other is cranking this wax cylinder. You're, you're beginning to remind <laughs> me of like a, some sort of French aristocrat or something in the 1800s. 1700s. <laughs> some... Or like a some sort of vampire. Oh, I'm Something sorry. a vampire would have. The stat. It must be the Farina. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if I can eat that <laughs> Farina now. No, I'm sorry. I've tainted it. Well, mm, literally. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's a shame. I mean, I love my Farina. One question. Could I bother you for a rag or a blanket, a shirt, some pants, maybe? I'm quite nude. (laughs) Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were wearing maybe like a tube top because I could only see your shoulders and some cleavage. (laughs) Yes, I'm still sitting in the crate uh, up to my belly button in Farina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Uh, Excuse me. You know, it's not every day that a man appears in a crate in my shop. No. Most days, but not oh. every day. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, this crate was delivered to your shop. I have it. <laughs> it's not that far of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, sure. Here. Uh, you know, I've got, well, as you can see, I've got some clothes hanging on a pole. Mm. Yes. Here in the loading dock. Yes. I've got poles everywhere. mm mm-hmm. Poles to sell. Poles just to be poles. Where I can hang stuff from. Attach stuff to. Slide up and down. Mm-hmm. You've come to the right place if you've been looking for poles. I mean, I was not specifically. I could be in the market. Anyway, thank you for the uh, the track. Yeah, here. The, yes, again, my your my starter jacket, mm-hmm. Charlotte Hornets from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, Michelin S, very nice. Um. And uh, starter pants. And starter pants. Starter underwear, starter socks. I guess starter everything. Yep, yep. Still waiting for them to get to the next phase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully. God, I hope they get to finish. Ender? It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Ender's game. Someday. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. But, uh, okay. All right. Now that I'm sticky but clothed, I feel like we can proceed. Um, Hank Utley. Yes. And you have... Hank's House of Pole here. You sell poles. Well, I tell you, I try. Mm. You try to sell poles. Okay. Yeah. Um, just to, so uh, first, let's get a solid definition of what a pole is. I think pole, I think cylinder. That's number one. Mm hmm. You're on the right track. Uh, you know? That might be the only qualification that I need. <laughs> Ooh. Now, pole. I, you know, I'm fortunate that a pole can be many things. It's got to be a cylinder. Mm, Yeah. It cannot be rectangular, hexagonal. No. Do you exclude those? I do, personally. So what would a, a like a, a square one, or a cu- not cubed, but yeah, a, a long square one, would that be like a stake? hmm? You said that's so accusatory. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a question. I'm asking your opinion. In my mind, I guess I think you know. If I see a, a square coming out of the ground, I think stake. <laughs> yeah, stakes, poles cannot. Mm, hold on a second. <laughs> Ooh. You might have caught me in a trap, like a Thomas Alva Edison trap. Hmm. Now, okay, a stake. Must have a pointy end. Preferably in some sort of sharp pyramid esque point of an end. Does that make sense? Yeah, it could be conical. Conical in the end. Yes, the point. Exactly. So start off as a cone. Right. I don't see how that would be possible. Well, no. Look at the end <laughs> no. Okay, so okay, no no, I do. I see I see. I see. Yeah, it can happen. I get it. Sure. But that's only the pointy end. The rest of it, if it is rectangular as you are surmising, is that a pole? I will say no. I will grant you that is a stake. My hypothesis was correct then. Fantastic. Yes, now I'm flipping through my chart, my my brochure, my textbook. <coughs> you now, say I've got all three of them. <laughs> say, um, uh, like a hexagon, no. Eight sides, still no pole. What's that? Octo- octagon? Mm-hmm. Octagonal? Mm-hmm. No, you're still, you're still, you're in fancy steak territory. <laughs> you're in filet. Oh, the mignon. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, you started at the chuck. Now you're, then you go to the t-bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I mean, above... Six yeah we're talking we're talking fully. okay, how many then, until it becomes a pool, like what if there's a hundred different technically uh edges? hmm, no oh, well, hold on, hold on mandelbrot you're you're going into <laughs> fractal territory here, wow, coming hard with the mathematician references, oh, you want me to name some mathematicians? <laughs> No, no, no. That's okay. I believe you. All right. I had him at the ready. (laughs) You have to. You know, in my line of business, I get these questions (laughs) not every day, but most days. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The same days where men are delivered in (laughs) crates, Asking (laughs) mathematical questions. (laughs) That's always, that's what happens. Every time. I mean, I was surprised at first, but then I was like, oh, here we go again. (laughs) Asking me about, you know <laughs> end to to the nth degree of, <laughs> of sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, okay. When you get like and theorem and all of such. Exactly. When you get to, yes, a certain amount of sides be when it becomes a bit indistinguishable to the naked eye, that's what I see. hmm Then it's then it's a cylinder. Okay. Then it's a pole. Great. Well, check that off the list, pole defined. Mm-hmm. A long c- well, hold on. I guess, I guess, technically not, I guess not a pole was defined. We still have yet to define a pole. Uh-huh. So, we, okay, we, we've got cylinder. 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 Second, it, not square. Nope. <laughs> it's a cylinder, it's round. Three dimensional. Uh-huh. Tube. It does tube. Not- tube. Tube can c- be a pole. But not all poles are tubes, because I would assume some are filled in. Exactly. A tube, course, by definition, would be hollow. Yes. you are And correct. with openings on both ends. I mean, that is some poles. You mm-hmm. can do that. Pole has to be round. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> got right. that. A cylinder. Mm-hmm. It can be hollow. It can be solid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It can end in a point. It can end just as it is. But it must end. It cannot be an infinite uh-huh. <laughs> pole. Oh, here's another. Okay, so cylinder, that that can uh, be malleable. That can bend. Can a pole bend? Mm, no, must be stiff. Must be stiff, straight. So then no curves. Not in the sort of the intended use of the pole Mm -hmm. now poles can be flexible yeah but at its resting state it must be straight okay Mm -hmm. understood so like a pole used by a pole vaulter
1: yeah
0: mm -hmm. that bends it's gotta but just thinking like uh like a hula hoop that's a cylinder or tube but not a pole no and it also does not end Precisely. You see, now you're catching on. I would be hard-pressed to find the instance of a straight cylinder that does not end. I, <laughs> oh, I pray to God. I'd the never infinite find pole. It. <laughs> it might be out there floating in space. We don't know. I'm afraid. Like 2001. Sort of an obelisk. Just like goes into a black hole and then you yep. don't know. It's a Schrodinger's pole. Yeah. You can't see the end of it. You don't know if it ends or not. Exactly. It could be infinite. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So established. Like, must end. Yes. On one side. On both sides. Correct. Both sides must end. Okay. Yes. Precisely. You're again, you're, yeah, I mean, you're a good interviewer because other folks who have <laughs> appeared in crates, <laughs> they're asking questions. Yeah. They usually just point around <laughs> the shop here and say, is that a pole? I say, yeah. And they're pretty satisfied. Really? That's, that's what they ask when they appear in crates. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's one of the many questions mm, I see yeah. I have several more questions about these men oh. that appear in crates considering I now must count myself amongst them <laughs> surely I mean I'll put you on the wall I'll take a picture <laughs> um, well we're still on the dock can, can I see Hank's house in the pool oh yeah come on come on come on We'll walk this way. You want to show me around a little bit? Tell me what you're looking at here? I like interacting with customers i like. So basically what I do, I make polls. You make polls? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So then your title would be pole man. Pole man. Okay. Hank Cutely. Pole man. Yeah. Got a nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. No, yeah, cylinder. St- uh, uh, no end to that one. No, uh-huh. no. Okay, sorry. No. I'll I'll avoid making those references. Don't avoid I try, I'm trying to be more open to other shapes, mm. but it's tough, you know? I'm a pole man through and through, mm-hmm. born and bred. Oh. Poland's my life. Okay. Love poles. Love poles. So, what... Dude. What's the average pole customer like? Well, now, I came here, which I don't know, you said you were on the ocean. Yep. Uh, Started in a place in Duluth. Mm. Fell asleep in a box, felt some gentle rocking waves, heard some gulls, got some droppings in my mouth. (laughs) Well, that happens a lot here. Your friend in Naples, Florida. Mm. Oh, I guess I should have asked. Now I know where I am. Great. Well, that was quite the journey. How I got from Duluth to the ocean. The the I'm assuming the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Unless I came through some kind of Panama Canal situation. Well, you might have traveled, I guess, the Erie Canal. Yeah? Erie Canal, down the Hudson. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of the old Mississippi also. Well, I mean, I can't tell you. Which way you traveled. No, I can't tell you either. But now that I know that there are multiple routes to get to Naples, Florida. Hmm. Yeah. We're in the Gulf. In the Gulf, I see. Yeah, my geography, not so good. Well, that's fine. Now, you see, if I had a map that I could maybe pull down from the wall, classroom style, I could have a pole and point. Point to you. Mm-hmm. couldn't i yes that's a pole. a pointer is in a sense a pole. i got it i mean it's uh it's kind of a bastard pole. Mm. don't tell the pointer people i said that but i do not make or sell pointers well how about when that map is delivered it's rolled up and then put into a cardboard tube Hmm. Yeah. Then, then put a cap on it to be delivered. Would that be a pole? It's a cardboard tube. Ooh, you may have got me. Ooh, you may have trapped me. <laughs> oh, I'm not meaning to trap you. I'm sorry. No. I'm merely asking questions, trying to get to the bottom of this whole pole situation. Mm. The bottom. The bottom of a pole. Now, see, in my line of work, it gets very philosophical, as you can maybe tell. Mm-hmm. What is the bottom of the pole? You flip it upside down is that the bottom flip it upside down again is that the top no yeah i don't know unless it's clearly defined top and bottom yeah that's true mm-hmm. hmm. so is a rolled up map in a tube a pole yeah no no okay great moving on poles have functions too uh-huh You must have a function to this pole mm-hmm. it's got to have a function for human use okay human activity mm-hmm. stationary mobile but it's got to involve human interaction and involvement. Okay. A tube to carry a map. Now, that is just a means of conveyance. Yeah, huh You don't really interact with that. That's just, you know, you open it, you're done with it. No, a pole you use often. I would say that a pole would need to, at a certain point, be in contact with the ground. And its purpose would be to uh, hoist something Ah. or prevent something or be an obstacle to get through. Well, it can be all those things. Now, consider, sir, the fishing pole. I'm considering. Now, here in Naples, we're on the water. People love to fish. Mm -hmm. It is the perfect time to buy... (laughs) A fishing pole. Mm -hmm. The perfect time in the perfect place. Do you have a fishing pole? Not on me, no. Mm. Back home, I've been known to cast a line out into the East River, pull up an old boot, (laughs) three-eyed fish, that kind of thing. Ooh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect use of a pole. Yeah, okay, I see. I, uh, I guess that... But it hoists... Does it not? Yeah, it hoists the line. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So I was you. You framed it like I was wrong, like a freaking idiot, <laughs> that I was speaking such distruth. Then you turned it around on me. In a way, you could say I reversed the polarity. Oh, now here's this. North pole, south pole. Mmm, love 'em. <laughs> Love them. Love those poles. Uh, yeah. Did you have a question? Or were you just <laughs> yes getting me well, excited? Yes. Where does polar- polarity come into this? The magnetic draw from the electromagnetism of the earth. How do you like that? You like it? You said you love it. I guess that already answered my question. I love it. Now, here's the thing you may not know. All poles point, when they're at rest, point to one of the magnetic poles. All poles when they're at rest. Yep. Huh. I'm having a hard time deciphering that one. When you put down your fishing pole, do you keep an eye on it? No. Mm. When you go back to pick it up, has it moved? Oh, it's hard to tell. Exactly. (laughs) It slowly turns to one of the poles. (laughs) What about a stationary pole that is pointing up? (laughs) Well, there's a pole in the middle of the earth don't you know is there the interior pole ah north pole south pole middle pole there you go no one talks about that one no one talks about that all right they want to keep it a secret resides in the middle of the earth pointing dare i say in all directions yeah it keeps (laughs) it spins oh (laughs) it spins in every direction how so fast that it almost looks like a sphere exactly oh thank you thank you (laughs) finally for getting the word out yes it is not a sphere there is not a magnetic sphere in the center of the earth that is preposterous it is a pole that is spinning all the time (laughs) so fast that it just looks like it could be a sphere yes exactly got it got it well that makes perfect sense to me well, you know, um, you ever see someone like in a parade spinning one of those? Well, I just call them pole. I call everything a pole. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. Well, what about someone from Poland? <laughs> yeah, they're poles. <laughs> what about something you go swimming in? Mm, what, you mean a creek? A creek? No. I'm thinking more of a, a backyard. Pond? No, it man made jacuzzi (laughs) bigger Mm. mega jacuzzi (laughs) (laughs) oh you're talking about a pole (laughs) a pool pool pole oh yeah (laughs) yeah is that a pole (laughs) i don't think so that does the opposite that goes in and does not hoist rather than lets things sit in it Right. right exactly um who's your biggest customer his, his name <laughs> no what do they use the who who, who, do, who buys them mo- what kind of person is buying a lot of poles well when i first and when i say big i mean how big in stature well it's... how big is this person guy gal six foot four foot somewhere in between somewhere out very little or very big it's oh you're good you're good you're asking the tough questions yeah really nailing me on this nails are they poles no finger fingers are poles no No. fingernails oh oh no i meant just nail nails nail metal nails yeah are those poles no no you do not hoist well what about a nail that goes into a wall and then a picture is hung from it that's hoisting if i've ever heard of it yes that is a pole. So it determines. So it depends on the function of this whatever object that it becomes a pole or not. See now it's so easy. It's so easy. Now you're getting it. I barely have to explain it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. But so it's you know it's kind of a funny thing where when I came down to Naples mm-hmm. from where? Well, I originally came from Italy. Italy. Yeah. What part? i came from venice oh (laughs) okay by way of the canals yeah well if we're gonna get into it i guess i'll get into it oh did you take a gondola all the way my family are gondoliers (laughs) oh yeah let me ask you something please paddle god (laughs) no no what paddle not a pole no I'm disgusted. It's cylindrical on top. Ends with the bottom. that's a little flat. Well, that would be just a disgrace to us gondoliers. A paddle on a gondol... What? Oh, yeah, because... Well, you use just the stick. Are you talking about a canoe? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of any boat. <laughs> I don't often see the bottom of a <coughs> gondolier's stick because it is submerged in stinky water it's so thick can't see the bottom ah ah i'm sorry i just my prejudice came out against people who are not gondoliers. <laughs> wow <laughs> what a what a life that must be so many people that you're prejudiced against <laughs> yeah it's basically everyone <laughs> so many people uh, you've got uh amsterdam and uh there's lots of canals there Mm-hmm. i'm sure that some people gondolier through them yeah they certainly do and uh venice venice california <laughs> and uh pro- and a little uh a little bit of vegas too i <laughs> think that's the only other place i've seen a gondola yeah yeah i love those places mm. love those people everyone else getting used to it what about like a pirates of the caribbean is that a gondola it's a, it's a boat on a track going through a canal. Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, I guess
0: it is. It's like the self driving gondola. Now, yeah, when I went, just instinctively, I got up, took out my retractable pole, started pushing oh when you went when i went Pirates on the, the ride K- okay yeah got in the back yeah took out my retractable pole started pushing the boat oh started singing telescopic pole yes. telescope pole. is that a pole yes it is it is yeah huh it's a pole not what i would guess okay all right i'm still learning It's it you're the po- hoister dreams okay. <laughs> into the cosmos the majesty of oh, space yeah, okay. looking for the infinity pole
1: <laughs> oh yes
0: <laughs> every night extend the old telescope it's what i do <laughs> stare to the stars always i'm always searching in case i find it <laughs> it's terrifying but exhilarating at the same time <laughs> um so a gondolier yeah you you were you were a gondolier i was yes in uh venice in venice okay and i thought there's so much water out there there must be other places to be a gondolier to gondola around mm-hmm. let me bring my talents to america mm-hmm. went to venice beach how how you get there the okay so the the beach of venice italy or California Venice Beach. California Venice Beach. Okay. How do you get there? Do you gondola all the way? I did. <laughs> See, I bet you wish you had a paddle then, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that little gondola pole could reach the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I was I was without a paddle <laughs> in every sense. <laughs> you are correct, sir. I'm sorry I exploded at you before and mm-hmm. got so indignant, but yes, I did have... My gondola pole turned it into a mast, a ship's mast, uh huh. Sailed across the ocean in to, a gondola, yes, through the Panama Canal. You went the other way by way of the Pacific yes <laughs> I, went, I would think if you were getting to the the atlantic atlantic would be the way to go to get to florida but you you were going to venice beach right. california yes so you take the way of the pacific yes went through across the pacific hit the panama canal realized i gone, gone a little, little too far, far. <laughs> <laughs> turned around oh, okay went up yeah finally found my way to venice beach california mm. Found the canals there. Mm hmm. Taken. Take, what do you mean taken? It, they, there's, they've been claimed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. By one of those muscle guys on the beach, on Muscle Beach. Yeah, they scared me. <laughs> <laughs> they intimidated me. They flexed their muscles. I thought they were pointing to get away, but they were. Just pointing uh, at the at posing. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that much later. But I was so scared. I thought they were pointing, get out of here. So, <laughs> You thought, ooh, that guy has his hands behind his back. What could be behind there? Yeah. <laughs> could be a weapon of some sort. Yeah. I mean, I did really admire when they were doing pull-ups, mm. chin-ups. Doing out a pole. Oh, yeah. That's uh, three poles we'll put together. Mm. Two on the side, one on the top. Yes. It stretches across. Ooh. See? You're getting it. You got it. But is that a pole, then, if they're all one piece? Hmm. Hmm. As a structure, no. Individually, yes. Okay. The middle piece, most definitely. Because, that, well, the two on the side are doing the hoisting of the one on the top, and then the one on the top is doing the hoisting of the muscly man or woman. Yes. Doing a chin-up, pull-up. Right. But the hoists all together, they sort of cancel each other out. It's physics. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like it. You're the math guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah uh so you're in sunny california got scared without how how are you getting your gondola around (laughs) well i yeah i turned the mast into back into a gondola pole Mm -hmm. luckily you know in the shallow waters i was able to push myself okay but then just try to get through it quickly so you don't run into any of the men. yes Mm -hmm. oh yeah very scared Mm -hmm. but i got out of there okay and then i thought well And all this, you just ditched your family of gondoliers? Not even a thank you note? Thanks Mm. for birthing me? Goodbye. Well, I did, yeah. But I didn't write a note. I sang my gondola song. Mm. You know, all gondoliers were singers. Singers? Singers. Yeah. Ah, so you did meet with them before you left, said Mama, Papa, I'm leaving for the sunny beaches of California. Yes. Here is my gondola song yes that's when i thank them for birthing me (laughs) okay i just had to make sure you got that in there well that's very considerate of you that's very kind but yes i did i did thank them in a beautiful aria if i may say so Mm -hmm. yes thank them of my birth raising me teaching me their gondolier ways Mm -hmm. teaching me all about the gondola the canals the water and poles they teach you to swim in a sense do you know how to swim in a sense i take that as a no Hmm. (laughs) well what is swimming but fancy floating i guess as long as if if you you, swimming is not being in a floatable object you must float yourself no object under you no gondola per se Ah, well in that case then yes no (laughs) okay do not know how to swim. Hope you wore a life vest on that journey. <laughs> I did wear a life vest. We'll never use one of those noodles. Pole noodle? Yeah. Why? It's a pole. Is it a pole? It listen. <laughs> it hoists a person when they're in the water. <coughs> Damn. Yeah, it hoists them to the top. Damn. Damn. You're just thinking of air hoisting. There's a whole other water hoisting yeah water hoisting wow sir you have really tickled my fancy Mm. i got tickling poles if you want what tickling poles yeah oh sure i'll take one okay um water hoisting i mean usually now being in florida you know we've got fishing poles paddle boarding you can paddle board with a pole not a paddle it's a pole Similar to a gondola pole. (laughs) Smaller, less ornate. Mm -hmm. None of the ancient carvings, but... Ancient. Oh, what? Did I just... Shoot, did I just let that slip? (laughs) Your your gondola pole had ancient carvings? I I mean, some might call them runes, but... (laughs) Oh, a special pole. Oh, yeah. Do you have this gondola pole still? I do. Oh. Yes, it is in a nice velvet pashmina. (laughs) wrapped Mm, mm -hmm. very delicate under glass perhaps yes under glass in a safe in a hyperbaric chamber that i have very very particular these poles Mm -hmm. if they are ever out of the ancient ocean water of venice they must be cared for very carefully Mm. they must go to the alps the high altitude, low, thin air, preserves them. Mm-hmm. Or the Pyrenees. You can go to the Pyrenees. Okay. Or, no, that's in France. Don't go to the Pyrenees. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Dolomites. 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 That's my name. Mm. hmm Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, because I'm not in the ancient waters of Venice, I do have to care for my my family's ancestral gondola pole that was passed down to me, given to me. When I left, after I sent my song, I used my pole, sort of like a microphone, like a hairdryer. It was fun. <laughs> Very theatrical, I bet. Yes. Okay. So you make it from California. Why you pick Naples? Well, I thought, well, what's the next best thing to Venice? You got Rome. You got Florence. They had some of those in America, but not on the water. I needed to be by the water. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, shoot, there's a Naples. Like Napoli. Like old Napoli. Mm hmm. Just like, yeah, that's Amore. So, me. just because you're a little homesick, you decide to pick a place that has a similar name to a place in the, not the same city you grew up in, but another city in the same country you grew up in. Tracks. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's with the guys being delivered in the crates? <laughs> I said I was going to get back to it, and I think that was the time. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, only some of them are delivered on purpose. Most of the time, they are just in the crates. Okay. Does that make it better? I don't know. <laughs> Do you order them? What, do you, what what are you ordering in these crates that a crate is coming? I guess poles. Ordering poles and pole parts. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because you've got your walking poles. You've got your flag poles. You've got Barbara poles. See, when I saw Hank's House of Poles, I thought it could be an exotic dancing site. Well, I mean, we are in Florida. Mm-hmm. Going back to your question, who buys the most poles? It is big, beefy men. (laughs) Slathering oil. Oh, you must be in constant fear then. (laughs) If the muscle men at the muscle beach scared you, and you've got exotic dancing men. (laughs) I'll tell you the first time they came. I was so scared I almost broke out my vaulting pole. (laughs) Get the heck out of there. Well, good to know fight or flight. You're definitely flight. Yeah, I mean, I could have broken out my fighting poles. <laughs> my sort of Donatello. Okay, Here you go. Three-point staff. Pole? Yes. Nunchucks. Pole? Pole? Nunchucks. Are these poles? It would. I mean, the nunchucks are just a two-part, three-pointed staff. You're, you're talking math. You're talking my language. <laughs> yes, yes. Nunchucks are poles. So those are fighting poles. Those are fighting poles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to know. I have some. But, yeah, my instinct is flat. <laughs> pole vault. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Scale that wall. <laughs> See you later, muscle man. <laughs> yep. My ancient staff, my ancient gondola pole, that is in a pole vault. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess technically it is. So, yeah, the first time I was in my shop, big, beefy man <laughs> mm-hmm. comes in. Joe. Yeah. You yeah, have a question? please go ahead. No. Joe montello montello yes the actor uh came to me while he was shooting magic Mike. okay i'm unaware but please i can i can picture i can picture (laughs) true blood i'm not much of a hmm, tv watcher married or at least was maybe still is to sofia vergara oh spicy beautiful couple Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Yeah. He comes in to my shop. I thought, oh, no, those Venice Beach muscles they, they followed you. <laughs> they found me. They found me. They don't even want me here. <laughs> I Kick shouldn't me out have gone country. in the direction that they were pointing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, no, he was very kind. He Once after I, you know, I was about to vault away, but he said, please, don't worry. I'm an actor. I'm not a, I mean, he works out for sure. Uh huh. that was clear because he was not wearing a shirt <laughs> enters store. story so you don't have a no shirt no shoes no service policy then no well it's being you know in florida by the beach it's sort of required to have a anything anything goes here okay flip-flops preferable mm. okay so i didn't need these uh charlotte hornet's jacket and pants then to uh, enter your place of business no it was all good all good to me brother but you asked okay yeah i mean i do prefer something in the waist area (laughs) okay you know cover that pole Mm, for men yep (laughs) (laughs) got it okay understood (laughs) so he comes in asked me for a special pole one a pole that is so slippery yet at the same time can be gripped Hmm. and i thought Well, I've never heard of this kind of poll. Yes, it seems to be oxymoronic. Well, that's not very nice to call him that. No, I'm not. He (laughs) might come to your door if he hears that. Oh, if only I had a door. (laughs) Oh, no. Come banging on my crate. (laughs) My Farina, no. Well, I guess it's not my Farina, it's your Farina. Well, I think you can keep (laughs) it. thank you. (laughs) (laughs) so he comes yeah ask for this very special pole and i say well i'll see what i can do later i learned he's asking for a stripper pole Mm. very special special kind of coating that goes on it Uh uh-huh yes is it the coating what makes it slippery or grippable there's one coating that makes it slippery different kind of coating that makes it grippable okay well let me think here slippery petroleum jelly yes that can work grippable sandpaper that can also work okay what did you use you said sprays i guess neither of those are sprays i did say that. (laughs) maybe i don't know oh well uh yes i did not use jelly I used Vaseline, mm. also known as petroleum jelly. Hmm. I also used Vaseline as a name brand akin to Xerox in a copy machine. Oh, Kleenex in a tissue. Hmm. So what in tarnation was Wayne Corn talking about <laughs> when he said he don't use jelly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Hmm maybe i'm wrong I, I could be wrong that no, was my understanding i think you might be right because <laughs> when i told everyone i said i did not use jelly i used vaseline everyone said huh? <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me askew mm. and askance. Mm-hmm. side eye That's yeah. What, yeah oh yeah yeah but i did yeah i used that i sprayed it turned it into a spray mm-hmm. vaseline melted it down aerosol aerosol it. made it so hot it was a gas uh-huh sprayed it on the tube Ooh, how do you melt how do you get it so hot well i use a special pole yeah yeah special pole that gets so hot some people call it a rod uh-huh i call it a pole oh i see electricity involved it is okay i got it yep now what about oh anyway yes continue you're making a pole for this uh actor fellow yeah make it does he like it did you do you win it do you win did you make it good enough for him to like it and purchase it that's a win right that's how you win in business you make something they like it they buy it i win yeah 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 he he gave me a gold medal oh wow wow that's pretty good that must have been a good pull on top of the payment or in lieu of in lieu of oh no yeah (laughs) real gold no oh no chocolate (laughs) ah no the wrapper was foil gold foil but it was delicious okay worth it yeah okay yeah especially because he he told his friends he told everyone around i got orders for a lot of different stripper poles why was he purchasing a stripper pole he wanted to uh rehearse for magic mike ah okay the I guess, you know, he probably didn't have to pay for that himself then. <laughs> I really think you got swindled. I'm pretty sure a studio would pay for that. Oh, 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 oh damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn it. Um. Well, so what made you decide to open a pole store or a house of pole? I should say when I came here to Naples, I thought I will bring my gondola skills here. Mm hmm. Turns out, not a lot of people want to gondola in the open ocean. <laughs> no. I again, the the pole length. That's kind of the the kicker there. I'm yep. telling you, slap a flat piece of material at the end of that. You're in business, buddy. Ooh, it just it just it boils my biscuits because I I cannot. Ooh, just a flat flat piece at the end of a pole. Ooh. I guess, I mean, it's a good idea, but I mean, I'll have to think about it. All right, please do. Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. if that was your first inclination, your dream to be a gondolier and an ocean, oceanic gondolier. I mean, or I, yeah. how about this? Mm-hmm. Work towards that infinity pole <gasps> so that it can go reach down into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it doesn't have to be infinity but you know a really long pull. What? Do, 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 do I dare? <laughs> do I dare live the the dream? Make the nightmare a reality, turn it into a dream. Oh. There I hear something and I I believe it's coming from that vault over there. Oh. Yeah, me too. Oh, I heard. The, the shroud is glowing, the pashmina. Whoa, Ooh, this is, you must have unlocked something. <laughs> me, I did nothing of the sword, this well, is you. Unlocked something in me now that <laughs> now that I have this dream, this idea to, to create a, a super long pole. I have to go check this out. You'll have to excuse me. I do hope that it is this glowing pole and it's not a prank by, by those devious muscle men. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how are you going to get it out? You've locked it up, so. Hmm. I'm going to have to uh, get the emergency glass breaking pole. You know it, friend. (laughs) I see it right above. You (laughs) see it in case of glowing pole break glass. Yes. (laughs) The prophecy has come true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to grab it. Okay, all right, but you better be careful. I don't know if you want to be here for this. I must, I must, I must document. Okay, all right. Here I'm gonna grab the, the glass breaking pole. Dripping with excitement. Mm. That's I think that's just the wet fruitiness. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna smash it. Smash it good. What? Well, for but that's a different story. This is Matthias, and we're about to find out what happens. When the glowing pole is released... Oh god, oh oh god, this is like, this is turning into like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? He's melting before my very eyes. Ah, if only I wasn't so desensitized.